Hey, what's up, Lebron here. Thank you for joining me in episode 182 of my daily podcast. Uh, today, I want to talk to you about an interesting concept that is sharpening the axe. So, uh, as you know, I started working on my own manga, uh, and it's very interesting. At some point, I felt like I felt like the gap uh, between my skills and the product I'm trying to create was too big. So I did a little bit of a detour and took some time to focus on drawing people. Quite honestly, I feel really comfortable with backgrounds and uh, the way I draw them. I may have to work on some stylization, simplification, but I have the skills for that. The thing that really concerned me more is uh, figure drawing people, characters, making them believable, even facial expressions, um, having them be expressive as a whole, uh, which, which is a very interesting knowledge gap that I had because, you know, doing painting and watercolor, you mostly focus on painting things as you see them. Uh, and it's a very zen-like state in which you clear your um, perception of reality. You try to see things as clearly as you can. But when you have to create a story, it's not like you can find a perfect reference for everything you want to create and then paint based on that. It's just or draw based on that. It's just not going to work. If you truly want to express yourself, you have to be able able to bring something from yourself at the very minimum if you want to, um, for example, create a person that's very expressive, you want to draw someone in, a, in an embarrassed, let's say, expression. You have to have some knowledge of how to construct that pose. You can use reference, but it's not going to be to heavily rely on it. Um, so doing this detour really has taught me a lot. Uh, I've been focusing mainly on the anatomy of the human body and how to draw people in a believable way. Uh, I'm currently working on the arms and hands. I finished the torso and all of the and some of the face. Uh, next up will be the legs. I put a lot of focus also on gesture drawing, um, on simplifying the human body with cylinders and squares and boxes and all of that, uh, and and ovals and. Um, in circles also. Uh, and the thing is, so I'm, I think I'm at a good pace and I start to realize it's not about, it's not really binary. It's not either you know or you don't know. And there isn't a point where you're like, okay, I know as much as I know enough to create my own comic. It's more about, and manga in my instance, it's more about what you want the product to be like. So, if you do aim for a higher level of detail and realism and in a certain type of immersion in the story, um, you may need some more drawing skills to back it up. And if you're aiming for a bit of a simplified, that's also a bit of a challenge because simplification does have to come from knowledge. But if you do aim for a more simple style, then maybe you can get away with more. But it doesn't matter which one you choose. It's like a volume knob. It's it's a range of how good you are. So what I learned so far, it's not like either you know or you don't. It's just how good you are at conveying it. So, for example, I tried drawing a person and I felt like I just from my head in a certain position and I felt like I was so much better than what I was when I started working on the manga. Uh, so I did see huge improvements, but I'm still struggling with specific muscles. I'm still struggling with really conveying the anatomy of especially the forearm. It's just so challenging uh, to me. Uh, so 
it's it's very interesting. It's not binary. It's not like you learn it and then you're ready to go. You have to practice a lot and do a lot of gestures and do a lot of studies and a lot of them. And with time, you improve very incrementally. And it's up to you to decide where you want the art style and also detail and skill to be at. Because I can now continue working on the manga, but I will uh, compromise on some of the style. Uh, I can choose to work on another story in which I don't care as much about the realism and it can be a little wonky, the drawing. And that's fine. I can make my own story. It's a different skill set, writing a story, the script, the uh, storyboarding and all of that. It's different skill sets than necessarily the anatomical knowledge and knowing how to draw people accurately and draw in perspective and all of that. So I can write my story right now, but I have to understand there will be some compromise on the quality. And if I now study for a year, uh, all of these concepts of you know anatomy and the basics, uh, it's not that I'll be ready in a year, it's just that I'll be in a better place. And everything you do, the more studies you do, the more you learn the human anatomy and the f- human figure and all of that, the more you learn these things, it's just going to show in your result. But it's not a binary switch. It's just going to look a little bit better and a little bit better. Your anatomy is going to be a little bit more on point. The fig- characters are going to feel a little more fluid, a little more dynamic, a little more real. Uh, it's really incremental. So it's just fascinating because it really brings me uh, into the realm of thought of, okay, do I want to uh, do a mini story just to practice storyboarding and to kind of scratch that itch and then go back more to and then continue with the heavy anatomy because I do feel like for the main story I want to express I do want something that's a little more um, mature in terms of style um, and it does take a lot of work and a lot of studies I find that if I don't understand the anatomy for example from the book I learn and that kind of thing if, or the videos I watch if I don't understand it the best cure is to actually open up a bunch of reference like actual people uh, for example actual arms and just do a lot of studies of them and really slowly and try to understand what's where not sketch them out the way they appear but rather try to really understand how they're built i find that that's a good solution to power through um, uh, explanations that don't make sense to me because for example the structure of the forearm it's so complex you have basically two uh, bones there and when your arm twists around so it's called supinated and and Pro, pronated so when it's uh, when your arm when your palm faces upwards that's supinated so in this position the two bones are parallel but when you twist it in um, what do you call it medially so towards the towards your body what happens is one of the bones goes across the other the radi- radius goes across the ulna and it's just such a complex structure this is why the forearm gets this triangular shape because it's two bones that sometimes cross uh, one crosses above the other and it's such a complex structure and then when I look at different arms in different positions I have to figure out okay are the bones parallel or is one of them across over the other it's really sometimes hard to tell um, so this really frustrated me but then what I did was okay I said enough with that enough with trying to understand it so I just opened up a bunch of references and just 
drew them. And then slowly I started to understand how to draw them properly, regardless of the bones in this example. But then I also started noticing the what you call landmarks, which is parts that you do see of the bones. And then I started realizing where each part is and how I want to uh, draw them accurately to support my muscles that I later on added. So in short, the solution was just to open up a bunch of references and just study them one after the other. It just makes it more more clear. And it's just incredible because every part of the body you can really spend hours doing studies of in multiple angles, multiple positions. The, the thing that's important to remember is it's not just becoming familiar with a still life subject. So it's not like you're drawing this bottle and you can draw it in a variety of angles. And if you're really good, you can rotate it in your mind's eye. It's more about you're drawing something that can move on its own. So the arm has a lot of range and it moves in different places and every movement can stretch muscles and compress muscles and just stretch them in the sense of just stretching them, not making them work, but rather just having them move. Um, and it's so you can spend really hours on every muscle group and every section of the body, and it will always feed into your practice more and more and feed into your results more and more. So there really is an endless road to, to be taken. And I'm sure that even when you're really experienced, you still learn new things about the nuances of uh, movement and of, of I guess, different angles. Um, So it's just a lot to take in. It's it's not like you have to know all of this perfectly before you write your first comic. You see, it's more of a decision of how good you want to be in the product, the end result, okay? And there is compromise. And my inspiration is some artist that, you know, it's just, it's one in a million pretty much. Um, So it's very easy to, to... look at that, that gap and think, wow, this is crazy. Um, so you got artists like Kentaro Miura of Berserk, and you got uh, artists like Kim Jong-gi, uh, which, by the way, this is how I got the idea for this um, for this podcast episode, because I opened up his art book, and just on the first page, there was an Abraham Lincoln um, quote that said, uh, if I had nine hours, and you're probably familiar with that, if I had nine hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend eight sharpening the axe, uh, which is really interesting, because if I want to have my manga really up and running in the next five years maybe four of these years should be spent (laughs) learning how to draw these things in a very high level and then the last year is actually producing the thing Um, maybe working on those basics and skills is an, an, an inseparable part of the process uh, and I'm kind of jealous of people who started really early with uh, doing these studies, but I do know that um, many people did not, and they still achieve uh, the level they wanted uh, to achieve. So yeah, it is possible. I think it's a function of how hard you uh, are willing to work. Just like with watercolor, I put a lot of emphasis, a lot of um, uh, effort into it for a few years. Um, so it's just the the thing is now. I don't want to abandon watercolor, obviously. Uh, so I need to find the right balance between practicing this really hard and then practicing watercolor. What's been happening for the last two months or so is I really put almost every day into working on uh, anatomy and people in some way or another. Almost every day I did some gesture drawing, some basic exercises, some work on the muscles and studies. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I will say that that level of uh, intensity in practice is really good. Question is again, what am I giving up because I put in that time? Um, 
but it is a long run kind of game and i do feel like like i'm still young so you can write your comic when you're 40 it doesn't really matter i can practice for a decade now and get really good and then do it and the thing is if you're really good it will also be faster to work on it won't take hours to uh, come up with every panel and realize how to draw the people there it's just a much better investment of time and energy when you think about it in a way because if you really struggle and you have to find a million references for each and every pose and every element um, it it can be counterproductive you end up spending more time on the drawing stage Uh, but if you took the time to practice and master the basics maybe you don't need as much time to come up with the drafts for the story or even the final drawings maybe it'll be a huge time saver down the line not maybe I'm actually sure of it I know it deep down uh, so these are the things I've been thinking about sharpening the axe. That's, I think, a big one. Um, and uh, yeah, this is where I'm at. I'm going to continue practicing. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been challenging due to some health issues. And hopefully they'll um, be resolved soon. Just a bit of pain and stuff. I don't know I don't know if I want to get into it. Maybe in a few weeks when I have better perspective. But it's something I'm dealing with. Um, and my energy isn't the best. <laughs> it's been in a while. But uh, it's going to work out. Uh, hopefully soon. So in any case, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to wrap it up now. I really want to thank you for that. Uh, and if you're enjoying these episodes and just tuning in and listening to my thoughts, which I really, really appreciate. It's a huge compliment. Uh, I would also really appreciate if you go to your favorite podcast direct where you listen to this, whether it's on iTunes, on, on my own website, that's fine because that, that's a different thing. But uh, if, if you listen to it on Google Play Store or anything, anywhere else, Stitcher, uh, you know, some people listen there, um, Podbean, uh, wherever it is, I would really appreciate if you write, uh, if you give it a rating and if you write a review, that really helps me reach more people. The App Store gives it a higher ranking and then it can recommend it. So I really want to thank you for that. Uh, and I will talk to you again in the next one. Take care, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk again real soon.